0: the simple concept of spending two three hundred dollars on uh, dark social media advertisement and getting immediate insight within a day two days even within a week.
1: This is Time for Marketing, the marketing podcast that will tell you everything you've missed when you didn't attend the marketing conference. Welcome to the second episode of the Time for Marketing podcast, the podcast where we are on the lookout for the best marketing presentations on conferences all around the world. This is episode number two and we are staying on the US soil with our guests. I'm joined today by Nikki or Nicoleta, well I'm virtually joined by Nikki and it's probably best Nikki that you tell your whole name yourself as it is a bit long and a bit hungarian right
0: (laughs) yeah no totally fine thanks peter for having me yeah the name is nicoletta vetri herald but i make it easy for other people by just being called nikki i think that um that helps um for the conversation's sake i don't like people breaking their tongues either
1: nikki is the director of community strategy and social media at trans america nikki can you tell us a bit more about what you do there
0: yeah absolutely so trans america is a financial services company here in uh, the usa and um, our main objective is to help people with their finances Um, in in america you know um, We don't really have the same uh, financial system that most of the European countries do. And one of the big parts of what we do is help people invest their money, also help them plan for their retirement. So, you know, we've got young people that invest with us. We have elderly people that invest with us. So there's a lot of different products, Um, some of them, you know, for today's retirement, sorry, today's savings and others for retirement in 30, 40 years from now. Um, we also help people with life insurance. So a lot of kind of the, the, the financial services that banks don't do, we do as, uh, as a company and provide all kinds of services. And I'm there um, managing, in, so I'm in their digital marketing team and I help them on their social media strategy, um, talking to customers and consumers and other stakeholders. And we also have a public community. Um, that helps people get educated about how they should deal with their finances and how to stay safe for their future.
1: This podcast is all about finding great speeches at marketing conferences and inviting you to sum up your presentations. We found you because you had a presentation at the content marketing conference and your presentation was a case study of how Transamerica forged a digital and branding transformation. So I would invite you to sum up everything you told there in the next five minutes.
0: Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll try to do that. So, I mean, it, it doesn't hurt to know that, you know, financial services companies in general are usually pretty boring. We don't do all the cool stuff that a lot of like tech companies do or, you know, startup companies do. And uh, couple that with the fact that my company is 116 years old. So for American standards, that's pretty old. Um, So I I joined this company about nearly two years ago now, and it was in the middle of a rebrand. And the reason being is, um, aside from the fact that our kind of customer experience and digital experience has been pretty poor because we never planned for it. Um, We also, we were stagnant in our market, our our industry in general, because it's kind of boring, it's also heavily regulated by the government. Um, They don't like to innovate. They don't like to change things. If something works, let's keep it that way, right? But our generations have changed and our society has changed over 30, 40, 50 years, right? And so, my my team felt that about 3 4 years ago they felt they could do better they could have a more relevant brand a more interesting brand and with our websites and digital experiences we could just create a much better profile and for our customers a much better experience out there so here we have this financial service com- first financial services company that has both business to business stakeholders as well as business to customer stakeholders um, so we had to make sure that everything we do was not just mobile friendly, not just relevant to one of the audiences, but both of the audiences, that we spoke to them in their language and their terms. And, you know, that is hard, right? That That is hard, even if you just do it for one kind of audience, but doing it for multiple audiences, it is even worse. Um, so... The the rebrand started about three years ago, and I'm happy to say we launched the new brand early 2018. So it was a long path, but it was a a very awesome road to go down, and the journey was very interesting. Um, And part of kind of this new brand expression is what falls into my world is the social media side of it. And within social media, you know, we uh, us as marketers, we very quickly think of, well, cool, I can I can share my story on social media. I can let my customers know what I'm doing or tell them about a promotion or advertise, right? And yes, we do all of those things as well. But what we often forget as marketers is that social media is also a great feedback loop. It is one of those channels where, you know, organically we can get feedback from our stakeholders. Um, we can actually pay um, and advertise towards... Getting more information, getting more feedback. Um, Part of that is also that um, we often limit ourselves to innovation and surveying through specific survey tools, for example. But there is so much more we can do. And that was one of the big parts for our company that, um, you know, us as marketers, with working with a great creative agency, we came up with this new brand. We loved what it looks like, we loved how it sounded. But that's just us marketers. It doesn't actually say that our customers will ultimately love it. Will it resonate with them? And social media ended up being the number one platform where we tested this new brand. So before we went live in the market publicly, we actually posted um, a series of dark advertisement on Facebook to reach our customer audience. And we tested the different elements of this new brand. Some of it was about the messaging. Some of it was about the imagery. Some of it was like, are we talking to the right people? So audience targeting. Um, And with very little spend, very little effort, and in a very short amount of time, we got insights that were so straightforward, some of it validating our assumptions and validating this new brand. But others also kind of giving us pause to think hmm, this is not going to work. Maybe we need to tweak that or change it or maybe use different imagery. So that was basically what I was speaking about at the content marketing conference this year is, you know, think about these kind of tests, these scenarios, how you can use social media to validate an assumption or a thought before putting it into a real life example or living that new brand. Because sometimes us as marketers, we can still be off. We can, even with our best intention and the knowledge we already possess, we can still be wrong because we are not the customer ultimately. And so, yeah, I just brought to the conference a bunch of different examples from our testing. Some of it was about um, audience testing. Some of it was about which channel, which social media channel uh, we should use or should be on. Um, Others were about the the topics that rolled up into our new brand. Um, Again, some others were what are the triggers that make people emotionally connect to the brand or to the article that we might be promoting. Um, And it was just really well received, um, not just in our study, but also at the conference by people. So, yeah, I mean, I would like to encourage everybody ultimately to do more social media testing.
1: Yeah, this was actually the most important thing that I found interesting from your presentation. How you can test offline things in the, in the online world first. And you did that as a big brand in an enormous task of the brand transformation. Was there something that surprised you or... Maybe what was the thing that surprised you the most
0: yeah I mean I mean a lot of things surprised us. That was a really cool thing about it um you know i could I could cherry pick an example, but I, I think it wouldn't give it true justice but I think I mean there were two things if i if I really have to narrow it down, there were two things I would like to share today. one of them is a, a very generic fact okay the the simple concept of spending two three hundred dollars on Uh, Dark social media advertisement and getting immediate insight within a day, two days, even within a week, right? Something that's immediately actionable, that makes complete sense, and it helps you be better has blown my mind. I've never done this kind of brand study testing in social media before. And, you, you know, we often get caught up in the fact that, oh my God, surveys are so expensive and it takes forever. And it doesn't. It was like we had advertisement in the market every week for something else. We spent two, three hundred dollars for every single test run and we got very clear data back. It was infinitely more helpful than running a big campaign and asking thousands and thousands of people. So I think that was one of the big things that surprised me. The other part that really surprised me was actually how quickly it had an impact. So if I pick like one specific example, um, we tested headlines. So um, we crafted, we picked a specific asset, say an article or a white paper or something, and we wanted to promote that on social media. Our internal team wrote five different headlines for the social media posts. And instead of, putting it all on social media, we then put it into like a survey tool, for example. Um, We have several different ones. The one I really love to use is uh, called Tuluna Quick Survey, we also use Survey Monkey and some of the other ones. And um, we put it out there uh, into the market and we said people with these specific demographics, right, that are like typical for our customers, we would like to get answers, up to a hundred answers from this demographic uh, and every single one of them needs to pick one copy, right? One headline per, per asset. And so we did that. It was, I think it turned around within two hours. We picked the winning headline from that survey. And that was the art, that was the headline in the social media post that we put in the market. We did that once. In that first campaign, when we did that, we saw a 200% increase in our click-through rate and our cost per click went down significantly. So when you wanna talk, and, and I'm, I should you know preface that, so those 100 answers cost us about roughly $300 um, for the survey. Um, and again, there are cheaper tools and there are free tools, so please don't, don't get stuck on, on that cost, but just that $300 investment and one day turnaround time has increased our success 200% that's phenomenal to me
1: and of course yes the money that was saved with the survey was then saved when the advertising was live
0: absolutely yeah absolutely your return on investment was huge
1: it has been a while yep. since your rollout is there something where you saw that the results of the online test did not really match the offline reality
0: Um. Everything has been pretty much in sync. Um, I, I don't see any discrepancy between the offline experience and the online experience with our customers and stakeholders. Um, but I, I do, you know, I, I do have to say that we obviously, uh, aside from the brand, uh, changing a brand is one thing. But we we also had a lot of other experiences that we had to change. Our entire website had to be redone. Um, um, and um, you know, one of one of my favorite examples is that um, you know. Being being an old company like Weaver, it's not just the brand that didn't innovate, but the experiences either. And what I mean by that is, for example, um, some of the B2B side of our business, um, those are intermediary financial professionals, planners, advisors, insurance agents, they come to us to know more about our products that they can then recommend to their customers. And if you think about that, that should be a really good experience, right? It should be a seamless experience. And what happened is we ended up over the years and years and years of changing, we ended up building 32 different portals for these agents and advisors to go to to get their information. And I mean, that for me, that you can't let that happen. Like you can't have this brand new uh, digital brand that you are launching to the market and you can't back it up with the experience that these people are supposed to have. So of course, that, that was huge for us, that you know it's one thing to say, hey, we are new and we have this new brand and we're gonna be so much better for you now, but then don't provide that same experience when people come to read or engage with us or want to have their questions answered. So we did all that simultaneously as we did the brand relaunch. um, And it was a huge effort. And it's an ongoing effort. So uh, I don't see a disconnect, thankfully, offline and online, but it's something that's a never-ending work.
1: Okay, so I'm trying to keep this podcast around 15 minutes and I feel that we covered the general points from your presentation. So... Mm -hmm. We should more or less let this be it.
0: Cool. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me join you today.
1: I was very glad that you joined the podcast and brought new ideas to my mind. I hope that the same goes to the minds of the people that will listen to this podcast. The idea of how we can test things that are planned to be used in the offline world is often forgotten. So great that we heard how you made it. Thank you very much, Nikki, and have a great day up there in the U.S.
0: Thank you. Sounds good. Have a lovely evening.
1: Before we end the podcast, we are now on iTunes, Stitcher, and probably at most of the other platforms So you can subscribe at your favorite platform. I will also be very happy if you go to iTunes and tell them what you think of our podcast. So please rate and comment the podcast and most importantly we have an excellent guest already lined up for the next episode that will be live in 14 days so please subscribe so that you don't miss my future episodes. Thank you very much for listening and have a great day.